podcasts have a problem. Think about it. How many podcasts did you start and abandon before you found this one? Every article that promises podcasting's greatest hits features the same 10 shows everyone's already heard of. And the podcast app that you're playing this on, they're recommending the same podcast to you that they are to your high school gym teacher. Heard FM, a personalized podcast app, believes you deserve a unique podcast experience with recommendations tailored to your interests. Because when you recommend the same thing to everyone, you're not giving anyone the attention they deserve. When you download the app, you'll set up your interest profile. And every Monday, you'll receive a new batch of podcasts that are made just for you. So stop looking for podcasts. Herd FM already found them for you. Download Herd FM on iOS and Android now. Did you find any other places to look at today? A couple of places in Canary Wharf. Not sure whether I'll be able to afford them, though. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a nightmare. Are you looking for housemates? I don't know. I'd like somewhere on my own, and if I get housemates... uh, (laughs) Might be even messier than I am. Yeah. How's your search going? Uh, Been looking at Ryslip. Lots of studenty places, but they'll do. Commute will be shorter. I hope they give our deposit back vaguely on time. Yeah. Coaster. It's just a table. It's my table. So you're going to ask Susie out then, right? What? It's the perfect time. I don't... She might feel really pressured. Like, she lives in this building, and I don't want her to feel like she has to so it's not awkward or or make her feel threatened or something and then if she says no it'll be awkward anyway because we see her on the stairs and (sighs) okay so we have one month left here Yes. So if you're worried about it being awkward, you can wait till we leave. Seeing as, well, you're not exactly going to see her again otherwise. That's a good point. So you'll do it? I guess. Okay. Yes. I'll do it. That's a boy. Please don't put your feet on the table. What else are coffee tables for? What the hell? Productions presents Life on Pause, Episode 7, Four Walls.
Here we go. Remain indoors. Sure. Uh, you too. Is it weird that I keep wondering what she looks like under that hazmat suit? Yes. Because her face is all distorted under the visor, but I feel like she has... Nice eyes, you know? Sam, I'm on a work call. Yes, I know that. Has testing team two even started implementing the newest changes? The tracking sheet says they're three weeks behind? I know two of them are off at the moment, but we've got targets. We're releasing at the end of the month, and all I have are sheets of injury reports. Without decent solutions? Compile a proper report and then call me back. Give me strength! Sam, are you humming? Literally just to get on my nerves. And can you not work out while I'm on the phone? How am I supposed to have a work call with you doing that right in front of me? There isn't room in my room. Yeah, and I pay two-thirds of the rent. You used to pay two-thirds of the rent. Seeing as we aren't paying rent anymore. Uh, Just please be quiet and let me work. Not like you can move your desk into your bedroom. For the last time, I can't move my desk. I need the wired connection for the light and for the video calls. Oh, we could swap bedrooms. Yeah. Then I'd have somewhere to work out. I could do all of this in the privacy of my own abode. Just... Please, let me have the living room to myself for another hour, and then you can do whatever you like. You have your book to work on. You told me to hassle you when you're not working on it. Fine. And keep the music down. It's hard enough with everyone else and everything else without you adding to it. Come on! Okay. Okay. Chapter three. Spig Null stood inside the tent hearing the footsteps approach he gripped his dagger ready to face an attacker but when he pulled the canvas outside he instead saw Penella. She was tall, muscular, and apart from that, he had no idea what she looked like since her brother's murder she'd found to wear her helmet until she carried out revenge even with her face hidden he could tell that she was watching him. As he always did, 
he implored her to raise her visor, to show him her face. But each time, she refused. They... They... Coffee. I understand. Yes, we're all under pressure. I know working remotely isn't exactly a dream situation, but you can't just work from CAD. You need to actually build prototypes. Because the numbers aren't always perfect. Do you want a coffee? Yep, thanks. All good at right, Strive? It's home workout. They're not that similar. They've even got the same colour scheme. And the slogan is practically the same. Be the best you, from home. Yeah, speaking as a failed lawyer, they are encroaching on copyright territory. <sighs> I wish. That might shut the damn things down before release. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They've made this revolutionary new unbreakable hinge for the leg swings and they insist on using it. But they haven't figured out how to stop people catching their fingers in them. Oh. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of blood. So, I was cleaning out the cutlery drawer. You were... what? Okay, so, I was looking for the garlic press. We haven't had garlic in our ration pack for, like, a year. But we got some today. So, you found the garlic press. Great story. Actually, I found something else. I remember that back when we were leaving, I started planning a party. Yes, you did. And it turned out a certain someone, a certain very friendly and attractive neighbour who for some reason seemed to be particularly friendly towards you, wasn't yet invited. And I badgered you into getting her number from someone at the residence meeting. So you could invite her if you didn't run into her in the hallway. I don't remember. You definitely do. Because I had to talk you through the whole damn process twice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I happened to find a certain raffle ticket when I was digging out the garlic press. Lucky number 13. With the name Susie on the back. And her phone number. Don't. Don't what? Just... just don't. Why? Because... last time I saw her, sh she didn't look well. I mean, that was a long time ago. <laughs> She's probably fine by now. We haven't seen her in... three years, so... What if... What if... what? What if she's... Gone. What, you mean... dead? Yeah. The phone will probably be out of battery. But what if... I, I don't know. What if she died and the phone went to her mum and she's obviously still completely heartbroken and then I ring up asking for Susie like some kind of... like an idiot. 
And it's just the last straw for her, you know? What then? You're afraid to call her because you're worried there's a chance you'll accidentally push her theoretical mother over the edge? Yes? Well, I'll do it then. No. No. Stop. Put it down. No. No, you can't. Don't. Do not. What? What if you... Reach a mother. Okay, then. I'll leave you with that. The number's under the garlic press if you want it. I'm going to go work on my book, I guess. Jarrus was pining when he was young. He'd fallen in love with one of the serving women at the court, but she'd vanished. Semicolon. All he had of her was a handkerchief. Until that morning, he'd received a dove, a bird that was thought extinct, bearing a note. Jarus, I live. Estelle. From that moment, he could think of nothing else. And that was why he'd uprooted his life at the court and dragged himself and Spignal off on a quest in search of her. What? Did you clean the fridge before you put the new food in? What? Did you clean the fridge like you're supposed to before you put the new food in? Of course I didn't clean the bloody fridge. Yeah, that's what I thought. Come here. What? I said come here. Look at this. What? Mold. Yeah, food does that. Food does not do that if you clean the fucking fridge! It happens. <sighs> now we have to throw a third of our food for the week away. What? It's spread across all of the vegetables. Look. They're all lying in a puddle of... whatever that is. A and now we have to throw them away. Can't we just wash them off? We can't get sick. Don't you understand that? If we eat tainted food and get botulism... Botulism? Uh, there's nowhere we can go. We just have to stay here and die. Mate, I'm trying to write. You're overreacting. I'm going back to my room. Vegetables come out of the damn ground. <sighs> Spignal looked at the wreckage of their camp since he and Jarus had been cursed. He'd come to find the other night frequently 
exhausting. While dealing with a siege, the man had thought it proper to lecture the cooks on how to clean vegetables. He threw his sword across the room in a straw. The vegetables must be scrubbed, he wailed. Nope. That is, uh, shite. And that's how you make karaage, Japanese fried chicken. It's easy, and you probably already have all the ingredients in your kitchen, even without... Holy shit. Hi there, welcome to Suzy's Weights Room. If you're just joining me now, stop. This is the third video in the squat series, and you should be checking out videos one and two first for proper squat technique. If you've already watched one and two, welcome. Today we'll be looking at a real killer, the weighted sumo squat. Now, you can do this with any weight you have around the house. Holy shit. Listen, I understand, I really do. But we need to have these components modified before we ship them. We can't... They're not safe as they are. No, they aren't just safe enough. People can't just head down to A&E and get their fingers stitched back on anymore. Shh, don't start. This is going to be a massive PR disaster if you don't do something about it. And I've done all I can do. Call me back when you've actually figured out what you're supposed to be doing. What? What do you want? Just want to show you this. If it's another fucking kitten video, I'll... Hi there. Welcome oh. To yeah. Oh. Get your raffle ticket. She's alive, Ian. Are you... Are you sure? That, or she recorded a weird amount of very specific home exercise videos before she died and some very sick person is uploading them, but I'd say on balance she's probably alive. So, what do I do? Text her. Are you sure? Yes, of course I'm sure. Fine. Fine. I'll, uh... Fine. What are you saying? Uh... Hi, I'm really sorry for getting in touch, but... No, you're overthinking it. I mean, it's... How would you feel if you got a text out of the blue from some guy you barely know who... Uh... Hey! Hey! You... Give it back. Oh, what? What did you say? Hi, it's Ian. Just found your number. How are you? Oh, God! What's she going to think of that? <clears throat> she said, Hi, it's Susie. Uh, did you mean to text me? Go on, then. Yes. I wanted to before, but lost your number and was worried you were dead. Um, I'd uh, cut the deadline. Bit of a conversation killer. Yeah. Good point. Mm. Uh, she said... 
glad you're okay, was worried you were dead. Oh. Right then. Shit. Shit! It's ringing! Why is she ringing? Who phones someone after, like, two texts? What does she want? Oh. Coward. She said, sorry, I didn't mean to call. Finger slipped. Okay. I, um, have a book to write. I'll leave you to it. Mm. Mm. They journeyed day and night until they came across a tall and desolate tower hundreds of years previously it had been a haven of humanity it was overgrown. The concrete darkened with time. Pavement cracked to pieces by dandelions. Spignal and Jarrus stood in the courtyard, looking up. What an awful place. Then, with a soft coo, a dove flew down, perched upon Jarrus's shoulder. It carried another note in its beak. This tar is both my haven and my prison. Climb to the very top and we can finally be together. Oh, for... What? Hey. Sorry. I just brought you a coffee. You're right. You're looking unusually happy. We've been texting all afternoon. She's... I wish we'd done this years ago. Before lockdown. It would have made life so much easier. <laughs> I just hope you've got the right Susie. What? You know, there's uh, more than one in the building. Maybe you got the wrong Susie's number. The... What? Nah, <laughs> I'm messing with you. There's only one Susie. Fucking hell, Sam. So how come she has the doves? Were there just some... knocking around? I mean, we've killed all the pigeons now, but... Well, maybe she has a sauce. Did the pale fever even happen in this world? You're not good. How like were you talking to Suze? 
she prefers Susie. Susie's a YouTube thing. Right. And, yeah, to like 2am. Don't you have... Work. Yeah? I just thought I'd sleep in for a change. Can you... Do that. I mean, I just did. Oh, that's not what I meant. I don't know. I, I've never done it before. Want one? Yeah. Here you go. So, um, where does Susie live? What? Light in the building. I don't actually know. Oh, shit. The final production meeting was supposed to be this morning. Ah. Oh, here we go. Mind? No, I'm good. I thought you were writing. Um, I was trying. It's not, um, working today. Oh, that sucks. It's kind of hard to write an epic fantasy novel when the last time you went outdoors was uh, years ago. Have you tried writing something else? I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Right. So, why'd you come in? Sorry, I, I didn't mean to um, interrupt your kitten video watching. Uh, guess where Susie lives? Where? Well, let's say there's a connection between her and the person who keeps banging around and shifting furniture a hundred times a day. Susie's the pain in the ass upstairs. I mean, I wouldn't call her that now, but... Weird. So, what should I do? What? She's really close. Like, closer than I thought. What can I do? You're talking all the time already. Yeah, but... I want to be, you know, closer, if I can. You're going to risk a ten grand fine for her? No. Well then. to um turn it down what like give the jumping up and down a rest i've got a splitting headache uh, she's working well i'd be working if i didn't have a headache are you getting sick did you open the window yeah of course i didn't open the window it's just a headache it's not even one of the symptoms. Well, why don't you go and lie down? It's even louder in my room. I just... 
I'm happy for you, but for some reason knowing Susie's making that noise is... making things even harder for me. Like... I know who's doing it. No, I wish she'd stop. Ah, there we go. She'll start again in a minute. Look, I've never heard it in my room. Why don't you go and lie down in there? Okay. Fine. Hello? Yep. Uh-huh. I did try to... Well, you had warning. I told you again and again that it wasn't suitable for release. I know. I know that. Of course I know that. Okay, then. Well, it's not my performance that slipped. Oh, screw you. This is is not... Ugh! You've, uh, given up entirely on sitting at the desk, then? It wasn't helping. It'll be all right. Oh, no. I, um, I have something to ask you. If you're thinking of getting into teledildonics, you can borrow my soldering set, but you need to wash it after. Uh, no. What's, uh, never mind. Uh, I was... So, Susie is above us. Yes! She is indeed. And she has a ladder and some tools. No... No, absolutely not. Why not? Do you have any idea what a terrible idea that is? How? What if she's infected? None of us have left our flats in months. We still get food deliveries. What if she's caught something and she's about to develop the fever? What then? But we, you know... Yeah, I'm sorry, I just... I can't. (sighs) Yeah... What if you did it and then they chose right now, this minute, to come check up on us? We'd be homeless. We'd be stuck with nowhere to live. And do you know what would happen? Are you... Of course I'm sure. Can you shut the door? Your work calls are loud. I'm trying to write. The real question is why she confined to the tower. Well, perhaps she's a... A monster in herself, chased up there by the town she used to live in because she's, she's... <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I get it. I do. But... Uh... There's too much that could go wrong. It just... It took me so long to actually work up the nerve. And now it's actually coming to something, and I... I'm worried that without seeing each other, somehow it's going to die. (laughs) What's she going to do? Leave you for the guy who lives above her? (sighs) But you get where I'm coming from too, right? We're not... I might be an idiot with vegetables, but... People have died. People have died everywhere. People who live in this building. People who just popped out for milk or a smoke. It's too easy to be unlucky. That's why I thought cutting the hole would work. She's also not gone outside. She's in isolation too, and... Sorry.
Bignall woke to discover that Jarrus was gone, vanished into thin air, or so he thought until he saw the note. He'd gone into the block to try and find Estelle. By now he was most likely dead. Smells good. Well, thought I'd make use of the garlic. Where'd you get Worcester sauce? I went through the cupboards and it was right at the back. I swear there wasn't any. I wanted to talk to you about my plan. Ian. Please, just listen. I'm not insisting we do it. I'm telling you what we've discovered so far. Okay, fine. But this doesn't mean I'm on board. At all. Okay. Susie requested the schematics for the building. Mm Mm-hmm. And there is a space we could technically cut through without too many issues. Apart from all the other issues. Yeah, sure. Uh, Those aside, how do you feel about switching rooms? As much as I want to. No. This is not a good idea. Your wardrobe cupboards are in the exact same place. It would be the perfect place to cut through. Thanks for the dinner, but I'm still not on board. Hello? No. That's not fair. At all. What the hell... No. Frankly, you've been subpar throughout this process. I warned you. I did. Time and again. And when the release happened, and exactly what I told you would happen, did happen. No. Fuck this. I'm not going to try and defend your actions. If they call me as a witness, I'll tell them exactly what I told you. No, no. I'm done. I quit. Goodbye. Oh. Yeah. Was that a really stupid thing to do? I mean, it's not the wisest thing you've ever done. But on balance, it's also probably the best thing you could have done. Where are you going? I think it's time for a celebration. Are you getting the cooking brandy? Well, we were saving it for something. Uh, sorry, I'll get a coaster. Oh, fuck it. It's ruined anyway. That has not aged well. Another one? Yeah. I've been thinking of just opening the door and running, you know? Seriously? Like, just making a dash for it. We can't even open these doors ourselves. Well, maybe if I uh, set off the smoke alarm, so all of the doors are unlocked. You could kill everyone in the building. If, um, one person has it. Yeah, yeah. And even if you 
set off the alarm just enough for the doors to unlatch so you can get up there. What if you get infected on the way up? It's not pretty, Ian. Oh no. Okay, so Spignall goes in to rescue Jarrus. You can't just leave him there. And then... Then what? What do they do? Do they have to go up into the tower? They're static. Well, they don't do anything. Nothing can happen if things just stay the same. Oh, fuck. Come on. You should get up. What? What do you want? I've been thinking. And I think if it stops you doing something more insane, we should do it. But you're helping me move rooms. And I'm keeping my bed. (laughs) Okay. So I've still got boxes from when we moved in. I can start loading them up. Ian, are you... okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm really, really happy. You look terrible. Well, I'd like to be more vertical than horizontal, but the, the hangover's kind of preventing that right now. But I am really happy. Right. Okay. Um, I'll start packing up my stuff. And you talk to Susie then. They may have been two weeks separately, but together they fought their way up through the tower. And now they were at the door. Estelle's door! They opened the door. It was reinforced, bolted multiple times, but it swung open easily, and inside was Estelle. Is it done? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um... I've written the first draft. It's, uh... Really bad. But it's there. All... 90,000 words of it. That's brilliant. I... That's amazing. You okay? Yeah. We, uh... We made a lot of progress. We're, um... She's just about to pass down the ladder. Do you need a hand? I just... I wanted you to be there. Hang on. Hang on. There. There. I've got it. It's there. I've got it. 
Hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Hey, it's Marissa Tandon, creator of Life on Pause. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was our season finale, and I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed making it for you. If you'd like a behind-the-scenes look at this episode, we've partnered with Radio Drama Revival to do a series of live interviews with the cast and crew of Life on Pause on Instagram. On Friday, January 22nd, Beth Crane, the writer of this episode, will be joined by Ellie Fernandez-Collins at 10 a.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. GMT. Felix Trench, who voiced Sam, will be joined by Will Williams at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. GMT. You can tune into both interviews on our Instagram at lifeonpausepod. If you're listening to this episode after that, don't worry. You can still catch the conversation on our Instagram or on the Tandon Productions YouTube. This was our final episode of the season. If you enjoyed the show and would like to support us making more of it, you can support us by visiting our website at tandonproductions.com and clicking support at the top of our page. You can keep up with us by following us on social media at Life on Pause Pod. And if you enjoyed the season, I'd love it if you could leave us a review or share the show with a loved one. Reviews help other listeners find our show, and it really helps us out. And now, our credits. This episode was written by Beth Crane and directed by Marissa Tandon. It featured Felix Trench as Sam, J.D. Kelly as Ian, and Loveday Smith as Susie. Additional voices provided by Megan Carter and Dylan McCollum. Sound design is by Billy Finn, and Life on Pause was created by Marissa Tandon.